Aloha, everybody, Ukers and Ukets. Welcome back to Ukulele Project of Wa'i's Ukulele Interventions Podcast. Today on the Catching Up series, we have Todd. He's a jammer on that soprano ukulele. Let's catch up with Todd. All right, take it away, Todd. Awesome, man. That <laughs> thing has so such bright sound. It's that's awesome, man. I love this you. Yeah. How long have you been playing? I've only been playing for four years. No way. I, I've been a, a singer since I was five because my dad uh, was a professional musician. And I'm from Chicago originally. Oh, wow. Joliet area. Um, my dad was a sax player and he played every weekend. And so I grew up being in, uh, watching him in bands. That's so crazy. I used to have a, a wiffle bat. And I'd act like Elvis when I was a kid. <laughs> I've been <laughs> Elvis family. And then, you know, yeah, not about a hound dog. Yeah. You know, singing that. <laughs> and then when I got older, I still sang. And then when I was in high school, I started playing guitar. And, and then I got into bass and jazz and upright bass. And then about four years ago, I wanted to learn a different instrument, challenge myself. And I was thinking about mandolin because I'm mostly Italian. I wanted to learn some of the Italian songs. And then a buddy of mine in a band I was in had a uke. And I just really never paid attention to it, you know. And then I said, show me couple of chords on that thing you know so he showed me you know the c f g and a minor i'm like man with those you could do hundreds of songs you know yeah so i was goofing around he let me hold on to it and i started playing uh something by george harrison that's one of my favorite songs and it just 
the next day I went to a music store and I'm looking at all these different ukes and yeah. the, the passion just started and it's like, I just couldn't look back. <laughs> That's exciting. You know? That's amazing. Only a couple years. That's amazing. You sound, yeah, I, I feel like I have a long way to go, <laughs> but I mean, you got the singing down, you got the strumming down, you know, and, uh, you know, Thanks. you've definitely for in a couple of years are there, you know, and it's good that, that you, you have a musical background. Thank you. Good. Have you ever um, instructed or, or taught anybody or anyone? Um, I had one guy that I was just showing for about four weeks. I was just showing him some chords and stuff, oh, but cool. I'm seriously thinking about doing, doing some of that because I think, I think that'd be a lot of fun because it's such a great instrument for somebody that's never played music before to, um, to just pick up and start playing some chords on and you know and it just brings a smile to your face because it's so much fun you know yeah. it's, like it's hard gate, to see it's like that gateway instrument yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah yeah that's so cool wow yeah so i see your um your youtube is really successful it seems like and Thank you. post a lot of videos and everything on top of there and we found each other on instagram yes uh, yeah I, I forget who it was that says oh you need a guitar on there i was like all right let, let was know. it Chloe Hennessy? Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. It was Chloe. She's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, and hopefully we can uh, get her on here too. Yeah. And everybody else who's who's asked to be on or asked to hear on. So um that's super cool. So so you just started grab Nucola because you wanted to challenge yourself. Yeah, so, I wanted to learn a new instrument. Yeah, so so in that and you've been playing and you can strum and sing, which is amazing. Um you challenge yourself to learn something different like yeah, finger style to... or a different strum or something yeah i mean i coming from a guitar background doing the finger style came naturally to me which i love to incorporate that in and um the strumming from playing i was a rhythm guitar player in a band oh. so or for years so that all kind of came pretty fairly easy to me but i see a lot of these guys doing the um the fan stroke or the split stroke, which I guess is more like a George Formby. It's like the English way of playing it or something. It's like is the it? traditional 1920s or something. I'm oh, still working on it. Like a like a like a double strum kind of deal, like more yeah. stuff. Oh, okay, okay. Like the triplets and all that. Yeah, okay, the fan yeah. stroke. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, here and, in Hawaii, we call it. It's, it's it's I know it's from here, and and the world is taking it over. I'm sure. Uh, so um, it's it's just called different things, I guess here or whatever sure. or or then again um just because we've learned and just adapted um here in hawaii we just i don't think we have a name for it you just you, <laughs> you just play you, right <laughs> if you're in fourth grade you, one of your subjects is, is ukulele like really learn, yeah you know like most of it's like recorders or flutes okay you know, in your fourth grade. no it's ukulele like i first learned playing on a soprano kamaka ukulele in the fourth grade you know beautiful and and but after <laughs> that if you if your household doesn't have one that's it you know wow. but now they started a um in the libraries you can rent or check out an ukulele for three weeks really tomorrow, an ukulele it comes with a tuner strap bag everything yeah that's have, so cool man yeah. we have a couple wow. of our students come in and go where'd you get those to go? Oh, the library. I was like, that's awesome. And I believe Jake, you know, Jake Shibukuru, he, oh, yeah. he, I believe started that program there. That's so cool, man. Yeah. So it's really, really good. Wow. Really good. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So, so for finger styling for you, you can do the whole instrumental stuff and, um, uh, not necessarily have to sing court. I like to say my finger style, I guess they say, um, chord, 
chord melodies, I guess, on yeah. there. Yeah. Especially yeah, with that low G, that. it helps, man. That low G yeah. sounds super good. Now, with um, uh, this whole lockdown, have you been able to put more attention at your ukulele playing, learning, or like recording? Yeah, actually recording more than anything. I've been doing a lot of my, my Instagram channel. Um, I do 60-second videos to tailor for that. And I've been using the acapella app, which I have tons of people always asking me. That thing is almost like, because I used to do a lot of four-track recording back in the early 90s and late 80s uh -huh. um, with the audio cassette, you know. Wow. But um, I got a program on my computer called Audacity, and I do um, my original ukulele compositions that are just instrumental. I don't do, sing on those. I got about 10 or 12 compositions I'm working on. And then for the singing, I use this app called Acapella for iPhone. You go in there and lay like the rhythm track down, then I'll put upright bass on it and a shaker, and then I'll do harmony and stuff. That thing is so much fun, man. Oh my gosh. Because so I'm a big Beatles and Bee Gees fan, so I like to do a lot of stuff with the harmony, and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I... I someone posted it might have been you and i saw it and i had to download it and i'm like oh it, you can get carried away on that app oh yeah and just keep going over and over and just keep carrying away now what part of the states are you in i know you're in central time i yeah i'm central time i live two hours west of chicago i'm in a little town called dixon illinois oh, okay i've been to o'hare as a stopover <laughs> from harrisburg if that holds anything but um I think we'll be making our way that way. Um, when are we going? Next year. Oh, cool. I think we'll be, we might be passing through. So you know how we did last year. We did a Uke It Up. We had everybody from the West Coast. And then this year we're supposed to be in Vegas. And then next year is supposed to be in New York. Um, but I don't know where this year's going to be, if it's going to be anywhere because of the whole lockdown yeah. and things just went backwards for us, yeah. you know? So. Yeah. Time. I mean, I've had three big ukulele gigs um, and shows that I was so excited to play in and, you know, I'm, everybody's in the same boat. They got canceled. So it was kind of a drag, but you know, you just got to adapt and it, it'll get back to normal. But I'm telling you what though, music is my therapy. I tell my wife, I'm like, I'm like, I just got to go in my studio I got to sing and play and record it because it's, it's just like breathing for me, you know? Yeah. So and then when I do that, it's like all the stress is going. It's like, ah, the power of the, the uke, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So you said you have um, 15, just sopranos. You don't have any concert, no tenors, no baritones. Yeah. And how many of them do you have low Gs on there? Um, this is the only one. This is a Kala, a Koa, um, long neck soprano. So it's actually concert scale neck. So I have two of these that are concert scale, but everything else is traditional soprano. Oh. And my oldest one I have is, is a vintage 1930s Martin. That's my, that's my baby. Yeah. So I'm a big Martin player. Yeah. That's so I have my, that and I have a modern your... S1. Very cool. That's the one in your that's crazy. pick. That, yeah, yeah. The Martins. Yeah. I'm a big Martin fan. I love Kala too. I've got a Lana Kai Koa acoustic electric. That's um, my live one when I do my live shows because oh. I use a looper and uh effects pedals and stuff very so cool, man. i love the experimenting too because it's coming from a guitar background and and i used to be in a jazz trio where i played upright bass and we played some fusion stuff yeah. where i had a whole pedal board for doing bass i had a wah wah and when it's time for soloing i just you know getting crazy yeah. but so i kind of when i start playing uke i'm like man i wonder if i can use some effects pedals on that and 
and they actually work really well. Yeah. So when you do your looping, you loop just ukulele or do you switch out in instruments? I just do uke. I have a Boss RC3. It allows you to 12 banks. So you can have a pre-existing So when I'm doing a gig, I'll just remember, okay, loop one is this one, click it on and just start, you know, riffing over it and soloing. That way I don't have to build the whole loop yeah. in time. But there are some songs that I will just build a loop because I think people kind of dig seeing that. They're like, what are you doing? You know? Yeah. As long as you get it right, because if you get off time, it's bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, I so enjoy looping or, or watching people create loops. It's, it amazes me. And to do it strictly on ukulele is pretty next level. You know, um, I, I don't know if you've heard of Brittany Paiva. She's done. I don't know if I have or not. Yeah, she, she does a lot of looping on her ukulele. It's pretty awesome. Pretty That's awesome cool. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, super good. So. Um, after all this is done, you plan on going back out there with some ukulele gigs and, uh, get things back out to the live stream and yeah, yeah, definitely. That's good. It's just like, it gets in your blood, you know, where you like, I mean, it's great to do, you know, I, I did an Instagram live last Friday and it went really well, it's but good. you know, there's just that interaction with the audience and like, you'll start doing a song and they're like, man, I remember that song I danced with my first girlfriend at the high school dance when, when the song came out or, or they're singing along with you and smiling. So yeah. it, it brings back some good memories and that's the stuff where I like to connect with people. For sure. You know, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So have you in this, I want to say Chicago area, but um, have you yeah, ever that's fine. meet up with other ukulele enthusiasts, like start a club or in a club that's out there? Yeah, I haven't yet, but um hope to in the future because i met man i met some amazing people mm. around the world on instagram i mean there's people i talk you know, you're in hawaii yeah. i talk and i just did a collaboration with a guy from france he looked me up and we follow each other and he did a we did a song by the beatles from hard days night called i'll i'll be back mm. so he did the the high harmony in the uke part and then he sent me the file and i did the the john lennon part which is the lower harmony and then i did the upright bass and I think, I think he's going to put it out on Monday, but man, those collaborations are so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it, you can be in different time zones, different parts of the world, locked yeah. down in your own house and you can still join. I know. Yeah. It, that's what I love is, and I love, like I meet new people on Instagram almost daily where I'm finding, you know, cause I'm always looking at ukulele players and I'm like, man, this is cool. I love connecting with people. That, that's what's great. Yeah. That, yeah. I miss that. Like for here, we call our jam sessions, the Hawaiian term for is kanikapila. And I okay. that I definitely miss. Like that's kind of one of our our tools to use in um in class when I teach is not to be able to be a solo player, but being able to play along with others. You know, to kind of compete with them. So yeah, so that's yeah. that's usually my tool and my drive for my students to get. And I miss that. Like we used to go Thursdays and play with Kupuna, which is um, older generation, and um, every Thursday. And, the stuff you can learn from them oh. been playing for years. I know it's crazy, isn't it? It's well, just from your lesson two weeks ago, bro. Um, you, you showed that, uh, that, uh, G seventh chord. Oh, the second position. Yeah. Cause I always did this one, you know, and then you're doing, which yeah. when I was watching you, this is the F seven and then yeah. you slide up two frets, right? I love that because I do a lot of blues and man, that just, yeah. 
I love it. So you showing me that chord, is, I, I can incorporate that now. So I love learning new chord voicings on stuff. Yeah. Different yeah. ways to play it. Yeah. Second and just like you stuff, said, I love it. Well, like you said on that, you said, if you're having like a jam session, everybody's playing C, it just sounds like a bunch of ukes, you know? Yeah. So, cause sometimes I'll play, instead of playing standard C, I'll play a higher one up here. And then seventh, you know? So I love that stuff. Even when I played guitar, I used to do that. Like I'd do a bar chord of oh, G right. if somebody's playing standard G chord. Yeah. So I just to make it sonically a little more interesting, I think. But yeah, yeah you taught me that. Taught me that G seventh, man. That's cool. Yeah, there's so <laughs> That's pretty many. cool. That G seven. This G seven is just one. The the number one factor of having that G seven in your pocket to use is when you do fingerstyle, when you do chord melodies, that high G, because like in the key of C and you're playing and your scales might ask for a high D note. If you're holding that regular G, you, you got to reach that pinky. But if you're playing that exactly. high second position G7, that D's in there already. And it just sounds good. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. <laughs> second position. Yeah. It kind of blows my students out of the water sometimes. And I, you know, I was teaching it in class. They kind of go, what? what? <laughs> try it. You know what I mean? Just try yeah. it. See what it does for you. Oh, Yeah. That's so cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. You just never stop learning. You know, I mean, that's the thing, mm -hmm. you know, cause the minute you're like, Oh, I know everything. Then you need to just, okay, go away. <laughs> you yeah. just need to keep learning being a sponge, you know, so that's what's great. Yeah. And, and for me, it's, it's been rough to, to learn new things. Um, the, the biggest thing I'm learning now is how to teach. Like I've been playing okay. for 20 something years. Wow. Like to turn it to like instruct somebody who hasn't played, in uh in years it or ever ever played it's real hard so i do look back at instruction that's why i asked if you gave instruction like who did you get from to, to you know to be able to teach you know i watched like you know a lot of instructors and be like ah oh, that's how you put it you know like i know mm -hmm. how to do it how do you translate it you know sure so for instruction like uh you learning new songs where do you go do you um, do you use things that you've been playing on, on, on guitar or do you like look up people on YouTube and, um, it's kind of a combination of both. I have, I bought a ukulele chord chart when I first started, it's a real thick laminate. So I just went through all the chords and tried to, to figure them all out and, um, like different ways to play on the fretboard, but I'm learning more of the bar stuff now, like how you play like the C's there. And if you do a... So it's really cool learning that instead of just always doing the C, you know? So I think that's really cool. Um, I've looked at some YouTube videos when I first started about actually how to strum oh. and then um, just kind of incorporated my own thing with it. But um, it's always cool learning new techniques and new chord voicings from people like like your G7th. I mean, I didn't even think about that because I, I knew the F7th F and I do that. And then I just do the traditional. with that G7 just revolutionize everything because you can do that you can walk downs and yeah. I love that stuff oh that sounds good yeah <laughs> yeah that, that that's second there's even like um I don't know if you uh, do you play uh Hawaiian songs have you ever played any Hawaiian songs uh before or learned them um there was one song by um Israel 
that was a traditional song. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the name of it, but this guy that I was teaching ukulele to, he had this song and brought it up on um, Amazon Music or something. And he goes, this is another song Israel did. And it's a name of, what the heck is the name of it now? It's a traditional song. And just his singing on it and the chord progression was just beautiful. Yeah. And I, just, I love the, the I, I love Hawaiian music though anyway. I'm getting more into it now. Yeah. But yeah, what the heck was the name of it? What's it about? Uh, Do you know the lyrics or what it was about? It's like like his hometown or something. Oh, okay. Okay, White Sandy Beach, maybe? No, it was a Hawaiian name of, Hawaiian, a, yeah. of an area. And my buddy is a luthier, and he makes basses and guitars, and now he's starting to make a couple of ukes. So he made this tenor, and it's an area in Hawaii, and he put like he put like a I'm trying to remember, the letters in, in the on a uke that he was going to gift a friend when he went back to Hawaii. Oh wow! And it's wow. this Kanaleo, or is that is that it? Kanilea. That might be the song. That, oh, Kanilea is the brand, uh, a brand of ukulele that's made down here. Well, maybe it's yeah. I might, be, I might, I'm probably massacring you. No worry. He has a lot of songs, so I don't blame yeah. you for forgetting it. No, he has a lot of songs. It's really good. Yeah, Israel is a big influence here in Hawaii, uh, with your traditional ukulele playing. You know, um, and yeah, hopefully, hopefully, you get into that uh, Hawaiian stuff. Um, as a little sneak peek, we um, a friend, a friend of friend and friend of mine and myself are talking about doing a. Um, a collaboration um, video or yeah, oh, cool. a video with everybody we meet on Instagram or whoever wants to be a part of it. And the oh, song wow. is Island Style by John Cruz. So if you want to cool. jump on, that's a really, we call it Hapa, Hapa Haoli song. Um, Sweet. It's, uh, it's kind of like a mixture of Hawaiian, but sung in English. And there's some Hawaiian words in it. Uh, oh, cool. so we call it Hapa Haole, and um, it's a good song to learn. And and I don't know if you saw our YouTube or even I think it's on Instagram story or TV the um, the we are, we or you are the world collaboration we did. We did okay. a um, whole bunch of ukulele players from all over the world sent in a video, and we just kind of stitched it all together and just kind of made one big collab. Um, that's the the goal and stuff. So we're definitely gonna get you on that. Well, oh cool man that's so cool up. yeah he's been busy with work and so have we so um work's hopefully slowing down here in the next couple months or so so we can go but um yeah. i would love to hear uh either any more ukulele stories you have or another sound sample for sure okay um i, I guess i can explain why i'm a soprano fanatic because i didn't really say sure. that too much yeah um the first uke i ever played was a tenor and that's my my buddy had and, you know, I didn't know much about it at the time. I thought that was just the standard size. So it was cool. You know, I really liked it. And then the next day I went to a music store and I, I, I guess I picked up a concert size. And I'm like, well, this, this is a little bit smaller, which I kind of like because I thought the tenor was just a little bit big. And for some reason, I always thought the tenor kind of sounded like a mini guitar. No offense to anybody who plays tenor, but it just, to me, it didn't sound like a ukulele. It sounded more like a little guitar, you know? So the concert kind of was in between that and the soprano. Mm-hmm. And then when I picked up my first soprano, I'm like, oh my gosh, I love the portability and the size and the traditional sound of it. You know, it has that bright uh, bark to it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay, I don't, I'm not really into tenor and I'm not really into concert. So I ended up selling those and just started buying all these uh, sopranos. 
And I just, yeah, I just, I just love everything about it. I'll go to the park and I'll sit there for like two hours and I'll look up at my clock or my watch. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I've been here two hours just playing, you know, but I take it everywhere. You know, it's, it's yeah. great. I was going to try to show you, I was going to try to show the actual wall of use real quick if I could without, yes, please. Without messing anything up. Hang on a second. Let me, let me turn the big overhead light on. Oh, look at that upright. It looks nice. That whole studio. I don't know if you can see that. Do you see him over? Oh, on the wall? yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Very it's kind of it's it's kind of crazy but yeah i yes very cool uh, yeah i got some hangers on there and my studio is back there upright bass and everything but this is where i do all my recording in this little studio here yeah it's perfect for you yeah very cool so um, yeah people will ask me all the time though it's so it, it does make me laugh because they're like so you're you just you just play soprano right i'm like yeah like I played, there's a ukulele fest in Aurora, which is by Chicago. I've played the last two years it's called City of Lights Ukulele Festival. And they had me as one of the artists and I was so honored. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was playing my little Lanakai <laughs> soprano and my buddy comes up to me, he goes, that thing is so tiny. How can you play that? I said, I just, you know, for me, it's comfortable, you know, yeah. but I know a lot of people find sopranos kind of hard to play. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my son walking in. That's all good. Thank you. Um, yeah, I when we uh, learn, obviously it's soprano, and sopranos are hard to come by. Not hard, not hard to come by, but uh, like for me, I don't have an in big inventory of them. Uh, but when I do get one, I do love playing the heck out of them. Just to like, I call it chalangalang, like the way they. I can you can just strum it super fast and yeah that sound that it makes. I wish it was had one next to me, but I don't. I'm so what, what is your um what's your favorite size? What do you prefer tenor, for you? Tenor. Okay. Tenor okay. low G. Yeah. I love Sweet. my tenor low G's. Um awesome. Yeah, it's it's just been I thought my first one was a tenor low G. Well, it was a tenor and then I changed the low G and ever since then I only want to play that. But obviously I'll play anything, you know what I mean? Sure. Um and, and you know what? I, I just learned recently that a concert high G tuning I could do a lot more riffs on that thing than really? a, like a low G. Like it, it, it res the low G just restricted me from using that top string, that extra G okay. note. And I just realized that lately, I'm like maybe that's why. Like actually, what I could say is my my style of playing when I play a low G over a high G um, will will change tremendously. Okay. Uh, I don't know how to. Guess. no that just that totally makes that. sense you know what i mean like yeah and what i'm talking about is is riffs or, or or like picking or soloing not necessarily like strumming like okay. when i strum and play i enjoy um the low g um i like i i, I play guitar also and like hitting the okay. note on top of the low g like say the c for instance um, sure if you play the harp the higher bar c like you were showing um, you can hit that C note, you know what I mean? And start yeah. off so the listener knows, hey, the C's coming and then strum the rest, you know what I mean? Sure. Um, and then we do a lot of reggae, which has a lot of bass line stuff and a lot of muting. So that's why I kind of stick to low G and stuff. But yeah, That's cool. Yeah, everybody's got their, that's what people will ask me all the time on Instagram. They'll message me or on Facebook or on my, my YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. They'll always ask me, 
um, what's your favorite size or what do you think I should get? I said, what you need to do is go to a music store and try everything in there and yeah. see what speaks to you. Because just because a soprano speaks to me, doesn't mean you're going to like it. It's, yeah. it's all good. You know, that is so true. That is. And I think about 90% of ukulele players play tenor because when they go to that small scale, they're like, how can I do this? Cause there's no you know room, yeah. Yeah. but, and that's cool. You know, it's what, what speaks to you. I mean, I'm t- that's totally personal, you know, personal yeah. choice. Or you can get the, um, the best of both worlds and get a concert neck with a soprano body, you know, like you. Have. Yeah. And that's, perfect right there too yeah very cool well i'd love to hear one more song if you have okay if you can jam <laughs> one for us i may actually i'm gonna grab my soprano real quick or the, the other one yeah. two seconds sorry <laughs> oh no worries no worries take your time very nice studio oh that's martin okay i'm back <laughs> I was going to play my, this is, I was going to show you real quick. This is, this is that vintage Martin I have. It's a, it's a 1930s pre-war, World War II one, because the black friction tuners on it, which I love, uh, these were made before World War II, because after World War II, they didn't have the black friction tuners, and then they started doing the logo, um, because before it was just stamped on the back of the neck. That's inside here. It says CF Martin, Pennsylvania. But yeah, this is my oldest one. It's good. The, the wood is aged over years. It just sounds really nice. All right, I'll do a little uh, version of Blackbird by the Beatles, just instrumentally real quick. Okay, I'm ready. awesome man what yeah. what key was that played in um is it f or c i don't know yeah. that's a good question that was cool I, that's what i was like watching i was like man they're all over the place it's pretty cool i know the original one paul did it was in g i was like oh. for years i was trying to learn that on guitar and i couldn't i had the first five notes of it but then when i got you because you know it just inspires you to write you know i've written mm, so sure. many original songs on it yeah but have you have you planned on recording any of your originals or yeah i've been there? recording them with i got a program called audacity on my computer oh, okay so i've been just kind of laying them down but i got a buddy um that has a professional studio and i've gone oh. in there and i've laid a couple tracks down vocally and then i've done a couple uh, instrumental ones but i want to want to go back and do some more yeah but just trying to work out some ideas that's exciting 
Thank you. Super exciting. Well, man, I'd really thank you for your time. Uh, I really enjoy thank you so much. On Instagram and YouTube. And is there any other places you have a Facebook page? Like a- I have a Facebook page um, called Todd Lawrence Ukulele Music. Okay. I post there. And then my Instagram is the same and my YouTube is the same. The three of those are all Todd Lawrence ukulele music. Lawrence. And then uh, that's all I have so far. I was thinking of maybe branching out and doing some other kind of formats, but I, I'm just trying to look out more of what's out there. <laughs> yeah, no, I enjoy it for sure. And I appreciate you jumping on the podcast and, you know, sharing where, what you've been doing and allowing us to catch up with, you know, what's going on and you jamming that goes a couple songs of ukulele. And can't wait to hear more, man. Well, thanks, man. I really appreciate you having me on the show. I've been looking forward to this. Today's my birthday, so that's a nice birthday oh, present. Oh, happy birthday. <laughs> oh, thank you. I think we got to play a song. Uh-oh. That's <laughs> sweet. Happy birthday. Thank you, bro. Yeah. Thank you, bro. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. We, we say Hawaii, <laughs> how only lahanao. Thank you very much. Happy birthday. Yeah. Thank oh, you, man. I appreciate good, it. Good ending to a great podcast. Uh, anything you want to say to listeners out there? I would say um, stay well, stay healthy. This is going to pass. Um, just I'm just trusting God to get everybody through it, you know, keep us, us healthy and happy and, and, uh, and, like I said before, music's my therapy, man. I'll tell you, just when I start playing, it just, you know, you just smile. You just get mixed. It's it's so crazy, the power of this little instrument to make people so happy, you know? So I'd say keep learning, keep growing, and keep playing and bringing happiness to the world, you know? <laughs> well, sir, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Todd, for being on here and giving us your thank time. Thank you. Hello. All right, brother. Thank you so much. <laughs>